0: Welcome to the world premiere of double Grammy winner Paul Brown's latest album, Promise Land, on Shanake Entertainment. I'm Sandy Shore for SmoothJazz.com Global. The album drops on Friday, July 15th, coming right up. But guess what? You get to hear the entire project track by track a week before it's out. And I'm very happy to tell you that the producer responsible for more than 60 number one radio hits is here with me today to present this new record. It's an exceptional album. It features special guest saxophonists Huge Groove and Marion Meadows, and I can assure you that you'll find great happiness in this promised land. Paul Brown, it is such a pleasure to welcome you back to SmoothJazz.com, and it's so great to have this new album in time for summer. Congratulations.
1: Hey, Sandy. Yeah, it's great to be back, and uh, I love this new record. And one of the things, I guess, that was good about COVID was we all had Ample time to work on on stuff for you know, and uh, just do nothing else but work on the records. So, um, a lot of really really nice stuff came out of that.
0: Very proud of it. I think, I th- and you should be. I mean, and I think if I'm not mistaken, Paul, this is the third project you and I have done a world premiere for since COVID began. Ah, that's possible, probably. <laughs> <laughs> and and here's another little factoid for you. I'm not sure if you're aware of this. But as you release Promised Land, you have two previous recordings right now on the smoothjazz.com top 100 album chart, and one of those is with Larry Carlton. So you're about to have three coming up here soon. Sweet.
1: Well, yeah, it was, uh, it was cool. Not too long ago, my record um, was number one, and number two was Norman Brown, I also produced that one. So it was kind of cool to have one and two. That was nice. Thank you.
0: Yeah, this is really exciting. It might be a first. You know, in all of the years we've been publishing the um, Smooth Jazz Top 100 since we were sanctioned by Gavin back in the day, I don't recall one other artist having three albums in the Top 100. Well, I guess I'm lucky. There you go. I'm a lucky man, lucky man. (laughs) (laughs) So I know that the title track is a vocal I love it because I love your vocals. You're the one. You're the one. I, I am. I'm. I'm an Americana kind of bluesy gal, you All know, right. secretly at heart. So, I'm a big fan of the vocals, and i I think it's a great track. i I want to get your perspective of how the whole album is is titled "Promised Land," and and I know the vocal obviously inspired that too.
1: Yeah, well, the it's funny because I I um, became very good friends. And um, working with this guy Shane Terrio, who uh, Terrio, who you, I'm sure his songs are on your chart as well. But anyway, he moved into my guest house in Los Angeles about almost two years ago now, and he's an amazing guitar player. He plays with Daryl Hall and Hall, you know, Dar- Hall and Oates, and he's on the Daryl's House TV show. And anyway, we've written probably 60, 70 songs since he's been in the guest house. And uh, a lot of the songs on the Larry Carlton record he wrote with me and also two Norman Brown records wrote all the music for that. And he had a a hand in writing a lot of the material on this new album, including the song Promised Land. And really the song, funny enough, is about his wanting to move to L.A. full time. He lives in New Orleans. And uh, he's only only out here in L.A. for maybe uh, three months out of the year. And sort of sporadically, but um, it's just great having him around. And I've been trying to convince him to move to Los Angeles, you know, since I met him because he's an unbelievable talent. And this song is kind of like, you know, his. It's a big thing to pick up uh, and and move from a place that you're that you have your roots in that you grew up in, but you know that there's so much opportunity in another place and at another time, but. You know, he's he's married to a, a lovely a gal who's a dentist, and it's a big deal just to pick up and move to Los Angeles. But anyway, he thinks that it'll make him better in so many different ways, and that's kind of what the song is about. You know, moving to the promised land, making yourself a better man, mm-hmm. and um, and you know, musically, professionally, you know, on all levels, and um, it's a it's a it's a dream of many many musicians who, you know, for whatever reason they're geographically in a place that doesn't really do a lot for their careers musically. And, I, you know, Los Angeles is a pretty distinct place, and there's so many opportunities. And it's a good example of, you know, the stuff that inspires musicians. And, um, you know, you either moved to Nashville, you move to New York, or you moved to Los Angeles. But, you know, if you're in New Orleans, but you have this massive talent, You know, what do you do? You know, he's played with the meters, he's played with, you know, all these different bands, but I think he really needs to make the move and hopefully he's going to.
0: Yeah, yeah. And, you know, it's funny because I think I know you can record anywhere and you can, and especially COVID proved that you can be anywhere and do anything. Of course. However, I agree with you that. The um the networking and the the meeting of people and the you know the the melding of minds. Yep. You know that's all that's all a community thing and. Um, yeah. It really is. Yeah, and so we'll just say that for for Terry, Los Angeles is a promised land. For others, it can be really anything. And the album for well, me, that's true. The album for me was, it was like an oasis. You know, while I was navigating waters of uh of you know unrest the last few weeks listening to this i just it was one of the most calming um but also evocative albums i've heard in a while and i i think you sound like you've had a great deal of fun making this record and you're kind of coloring a little bit outside the lines
1: yeah there's some you know some musical things that happen that that are you know a little bit outside the norm but generally speaking i think it's Pretty much in my wheelhouse, but um, there's there's elements of stuff that I love, like the blues and um,
0: yes, you know, yes.
1: hardcore jazz and and R and B and soul. I love all that stuff together, and and trying to, you know, combine all these musical styles. I mean, sometimes it comes out heavily favoring one or the other. But I think this
0: is a nice blend. It really is, Paul. You did just a really great job. And then you've got your consistency in your, you know, in your high quality production that brings it all back, you know, for the listener to sort of venture to deeper waters. And then, you know, we we get to come sort of back to that melody or to that, you know, production value that you're so exquisite at. And uh, I really enjoy this a lot. And I'm excited for our listeners to hear it. Uh, track by track, all, you know, all the way through I do have a question for you And let's see if you've got a Reader's Digest version of this uh-huh. Because we have a lot of musicians Who tune in to these world premieres The question here is What is the secret? And I know you've got a, a new single That we're going to start with in a second Called Secret Sauce So this will be a good lead into that What is the secret to producing a hit record?
1: Well, I can't tell you that i have to kill you <laughs> I mean, you know, it, people ask me that all the time and and it's funny because every song is sort of like its own animal, you know, and and every song gets treated to to its own natural place for me and um and when I first start either writing or listening to a piece of music, my brain is already sort of calculating, okay, well, this could go there, this could go there, and I could I could have this sort of soundscape around it. If I wanted to make it more this or that, and I want to create this this sort of space for whatever the lead instrument and guitar in this this case is going to be, and um, so I, I choose instrumentation that will sort of be like a sort of pedestal for whatever the main instrument is, and um, and so on these particular songs, you know, uh, sort of creating that place to put the guitar right in the center of this platform and um, I don't know I just I've always had the ability to sort of imagine the final product in my head and then it's just a matter of putting the pieces together to get to it and over the years I'm getting better and better at that process of okay I know it's supposed to sound like this so therefore I'm going to get this guy to play drums and I'm going to get this sound on the keyboards and you know so on. And uh, and arrange it a certain way, and the register of the instrument is so important, and you know where the melody falls on the sweet spot of the instrument, and um, you know I write with that in mind, depending on what instrument is going to be playing, and you don't want to write this beautiful melody that's outside the register of the instrument, you know, so you know little things like that, but um, you know, it all adds up to something, and you know the effects that you use, and and just sort of. You know, trying to just create this this thing, you know. But I, I one thing's for sure, I, I try to create a vibe, and and I'm not I'm not finished with a song until it reaches that place where I'm getting that vibe. And soon as soon as the song comes on, I want to get that vibe. And if I'm not getting that vibe, I'll continue to work on it until I do. And um, like I said, I guess I've I, I've been lucky that I've been able to at least, uh, you know figure out what those things are and how to get to it.
0: I get it. I really do. I think what you're saying is that I mean it's it's sort of a process. It 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 starts with a a piece of music and then you envision where that's going and you set the parameters on that. That's right. And then you you keep it consistent and integral to the vision of that particular song. And I mean, honestly, it sounds simple, but it's not. Because when you have a million choices as a as somebody producing a piece of music, I think that's where it can get a little bit dicey for some, you know, maybe too many notes, maybe the wrong instrumentation, maybe the wrong arrangement. Sure. And, and I get it. So your vision is really clear from the get-go.
1: Yeah, I think a lot of, you know, instrumentalists in particular, they get caught up in, well, I have to... I have to show that I have these chops, you know. And I, that's, this has to be an integral part of what I do, that the um, sort of technical end of it. But I've never felt that way. And for me, if you can get an emotion with one note, then that's the way to go. Um, I, I rarely get moved by a technical a piece of music or or, or a phraseology that's like super technical but doesn't have anything to do with. I think probably because of coming more from a vocal perspective because of my parents being singers that the, the instrument has to sing you know you have to be able to a song has to work a cappella. you need to be able to sing the melody just with your voice if it's just, just just notes then just you know hum the melody but it has to work and you're not you're not going to find yourself doing all these acrobatics with your voice you're just not going to do that you know not many people can anyway yeah
0: <laughs> thankfully <laughs> yeah. yeah we're not 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 everybody's Al that's true. <laughs> no, I get I appreciate this. This is really good insight and I I hope those listening that are, you know, in the studio are are taking away that sometimes, you know, are pretty much all the time less is more and staying integral is key.
1: Yeah, well, you know, I hear a lot from a lot of people, well, you know, I don't want to design my stuff specifically for radio because I think that's putting handcuffs on And uh, I agree that, you know, when people, and you hear a lot of it on the radio now, that it's so designed specifically for radio because, frankly, it's the only way to make any money anymore. But I I just don't do that. I know it sounds like it, but honestly, I just do it until I'm happy with it, and it's something that I like, and thankfully radio has embraced that over the last 30 years <laughs> but i hear well, i hear a lot of people complaining that yeah, well you know yeah. i mean i don't want to go down that road because it's too this is too
0: that i said well then go down whatever road you want to go down i mean that's what i do yeah yeah well i think you know it's like movies isn't it or books i mean it's yeah. like um i always say that i'm a huge movie fan and i there's i will watch any any kind of movie for the most part and i'll i'll love it if it's integral to itself mm-hmm. and i think that's what you're saying here like don't you know you know you've got to stay consistent with the theme and the production values of the movie in order to get the viewer to buy in sure and i totally get what you're saying if somebody wants to go down i mean whatever road you want to go down go down but stay true to that road stay on that road
1: yeah i mean it's art you know but i mean there are there are restrictions within you know the genre that that people seem to put their finger on all the time but um i don't know i i don't i don't go crazy trying to go outside the box but the box is just something that's come out of my head for the last 30 years so
0: yeah and you're a big influence on so many people you know right now which you know is a very good thing because again i feel like there's a lot of parameters there's a li- very wide parameter in which to paint but um, I really appreciate you sharing that, you know, with, with us, because I think I loved what you said about keeping, you know, if you have a, a idea or a vibe in mind, then you're going to know what color palette to choose with, you yeah. know, uh, and, and that, in this case, instrumentation. Yeah. And I think that right there, if, if people just took that away, then, you know... Then then they'll they'll start to get it. And every song it has a life of its own. And That's as you're right. going to hear right here right now, Paul is about to sweep across ten tracks for us that are, you know, consistently on this album. But you do use different shades and colors and textures on each track. So I'm, I'm going to let you introduce the first one, which is the album's first single. It's already at radio right now.
1: All right, this is Secret Sauce. And uh, the song is kind of, uh, I I wrote this with the guy that I wrote 24 seven and, uh, the funky joint and many other songs with, and, um, we kind of have like a little vibe that we, that we like to go with. And it's definitely a funkier, almost old school funk vibe. But within that, some beautiful chords and some great, you know, melodies and, um, I went a little overboard probably producing this one with horns and everything else, but I love this song. This is Secret Sauce on SmoothJazz.com. Dude, on my new CD, Promised Land, and Hey Dude is kind of a when I <laughs> the title it was supposed to be semi-comical because of Hey Jude, and uh, I get a real Beatles vibe from this song. Maybe I don't know if anybody else does, but when I first started writing it, I was like, Wow, there's something about this. It's got Eleanor Rigby, it's got um, some other some other Beatles you know influences in it, so. I was trying to find a cool title, and, and um, believe it or not, there's some shoes called Hey Dude that, <laughs> that Jackie bought for me. And I, I looked at it, and I was like, that's just too funny because of Hey Jude. So I was oh, we got to call this song Hey Dude. So that was Hey Dude. And uh, now we're going to hear a song called Wolfpack, and this one is a little bit different for me. Um, and I called it Wolfpack because I wrote this with a guy named Joe Wolf. And um, his stuff is a little more, uh, he mainly works in the R&B world and a little bit of jazz. But this is a little bit of a new age vibe. And I actually played nylon guitar on it. And uh, this is Wolfpack on smoothjazz.com. elegance and elegance is another track that um i wrote with jeff crothers and uh, same guy I did 24-7 and the funky joint with and that's more of a beautiful r&b kind of reminds me of a luther tune and i love the uh the melody and just the way the chords go on that song that was one of the first songs actually for this cd he had sent me that track and um I just immediately started playing that melody over it. I recorded on my guitar, and I said, okay, this song has to go on my next Ralph, because I I love my guitar part. I'm done with it. And uh, so that's kind of the way that one started. And now you're going to hear the title track, Promised Land, and uh, this one is a vocal tune and Sandy Shore's favorite on smoothjazz.com. Don't Stop with my good friend Marion Meadows on the saxophone. And I had just um, done a bunch of songs on his CD. and I just loved the way he plays. And when I came up with this track, I sent it to him. And I said, man, come on, lay some of that some of that groovy soprano on there. And uh, he just hooked it up it's really, really nice. Thank you, Marion. It's great.
0: And now that you're on Shauna Key... Um, recording you do have uh, a nice pick of label mates to choose from Marion being one of those (laughs) that's true (laughs) and you have another label mate on this project as well yeah huge groove yeah so cool we are listening to promised land track by track from the one and only PB Paul Brown uh, is celebrating a birthday this weekend happy birthday to you Oh dear! Thank you very much. (laughs) And um, there is no. They just keep coming. They. (laughs) What is it about birthdays? Oh my God! You know. Remember how? Well, somebody said something the other day.
1: You know that. Well, why does time seem like it's going so fast? Like a year went by so fast, right? But then if you think about it, if you're five years old, and one year goes by, that's twenty percent of your life. But at my age, one year is like what, 1% or 2% of your life. So that's why it's, you know, so much faster. It's only a tiny, tiny bit of your life at this point. I mean, if you're two years old, one year's, hey, that's a (laughs) hell of a big percentage of your life. Exactly.
0: And that's why when we're kids, it seems like it takes forever. Remember remember how excited we were when another birthday would come around and now we're like, just slow it down. Yeah. (laughs) make it stop (laughs) we need a time machine it's so true i like your theory though wow it's it's look at you so you're just you're more than a pretty face wow (laughs) i've been called worse the album drops next friday the 15th of july and we're super excited to have you on the air here at smoothjazz.com paul taking us track by track on one of my favorites uh, of your catalog so far absolutely love this And I've noticed the cover because we do have access to it early. And if you're listening on smoothjazz.com right now, you can see the cover on the app and you can see it on the website, however you're listening. But I'll tell you something. You've got some new shoes on in that cover. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Those are pretty slick, aren't they?
0: Very slick. I want to know what made you step outside the... uh, the, the old J- standbys, the Jordans, you know, what <laughs> <laughs> they're,
1: they're kind of high top tennis shoes if you look closely, but they're black and they have this sort of design on the front. I don't even know what it is, I can't remember, but um, yeah, they're I don't know, they're they're pretty hip, but
0: uh, you know, great, good for pictures. I probably won't wear them much. Ah, well, I, I think they must be pretty special to get you out of the Jordans for a minute. Yeah, well, you know. <laughs> they fit the cover beautifully and they, they fit the sound. So that's cool. Well, cool. So are you are you back out playing live?
1: Yeah, I'm starting to uh, in August. Uh, August is pretty busy and um, doing a few gigs with um, Darren Ron and uh, Greg Manning. And then I'm going to uh, get with Greg Karukas. We're going to do four or five shows on the East Coast. And then um, I'm going to
0: start doing some shows with Larry Carlton, too, in October. Oh, nice. Wow, what a year. Yeah. Good. Well, we'll definitely catch up with you out there live then, and uh, folks can find out more about that on your website and social media and all that. Yep. Meanwhile, let's jump back into this uh, awesome new project, Promised Land, on Shaanakee Entertainment due out this coming Friday.
1: Yeah, the next song is called Yo Tengo, and another one written by Terry O., and, uh, kind of a little bit of a Latin flavor to it and again I got this track and I was f- thinking about it for a few different artists and I got my guitar out and I started playing it and it was like oh, I gotta have this one on my record and it was one of those just natural love fests as soon as I started playing it. This is uh, Yo Tango on SmoothJazz.com <laughs> Huge groove. sounding so good on 7 and 7. I love I love his playing, and he's such a cool dude and a very good friend. And he actually uh, mastered the record, too. And so he's been getting into that lately. And I think the Larry Carlton record was the first one that record that he actually mastered for, uh, you know. So he, I, we were thinking, well, he's probably going to win a Grammy for his very first mastering recording from that record. But anyway, he, he's doing a great job, and he's... Sounds great on 7 and 7, and that's just a funky little tune. So now we're getting ready for probably my favorite song on the album, "De Spot, and that's another Shane Theriault track, and uh, another really funky kind of, it's got a southern, almost New Orleans kind of swampy thing to it. I love it. This is The Spot on smoothjazz.com. and that completes the CD, and round and round another Terrio track that, um, you know, we were working on, and just felt so cool playing. It's got a lot of little bluesy, a little bit of Larry Carlton action there, and uh, I love that kind of stuff. It's just so natural for me to play on, and um, that pretty much does it for the CD, and uh, there's a lot of... A lot of choices there for the listener, so I'm hoping everybody loves it as much as I do. And uh, you're listening to
0: smoothjazz.com. Oh, man, everyone loves it. Are you kidding? I'm just over here head-bopping to every single track. All right. It's fantastic. And that is a great conclusion, round and round, feeling very good. And uh, you know what I would love? I have a request of the label, is to put a few of these out on vinyl, because I'm back into the vinyl now. That would be cool. Yeah. Nice, heavy licorice pizza. Yeah, baby. That's what I want right now. To put that right mm-hmm. on there. I um you know what started me on it was um the recent Bob James recording. Oh, yeah. Feel like That's making right. live. You know, he came out with this double uh thing, orange vinyl. I put that yeah. on, Paul, and I was like, I really truly had to turn around to make sure that the upright bass wasn't in my living room. I love it. Remember
1: last time last time I was at your pad, we sat there and listened to see to your LPs for
0: couple of hours. You were awesome. You were, you, you were going through everything and just pulling out the greatest stuff. I mean, I happen to be blessed with an amazing collection yeah. that was contributed to over the years by lots of different people. You know, I mean, I've inherited collections from radio stations and from ex-husbands and whatnot.
1: Uh, yeah, you got some great stuff.
0: <laughs> and you were awesome. You were just literally having, you were like a kid in a candy store. We'll have to do that again. Yeah,
1: yeah that'd be
0: great. Yeah, but wouldn't it be cool to get this one on vinyl?
1: Yeah, suggest it to him.
0: I will. I'm, They're tired
1: I, of hearing stuff from me.
0: I'm suggesting it right now. Okay. <laughs> Paul, it's always great to catch up with you. You always make me smile uh, musically and, you know, and texts and conversations. Oh, thank you. I, I love you. Yeah, you. you're the best. Thank you. And thanks so much for sharing this with our audience early. You've been a real treat to us over the years to bring your music to us and and let us, you know, kind of indulge in in the good stuff before it gets out there. We appreciate it. Cool. Thanks so much. We'll look forward to seeing you performing live this year in different configurations on the East Coast, the West Coast. And maybe we'll see you on a cruise or something soon. Yeah, I hope so. That'd be awesome. Have a wonderful summer again. I hope you're enjoying your birthday weekend. Thanks for spending some of it with us. All right. Big love to everybody. We'll see you soon. For SmoothJazz.com Global Radio, I'm Sandy Shore.